On today's episode of the JRW Audio Experience, we talk what the post-scarcity geopolitics might look like. Enjoy. The post-scarcity geopolitics are going to be very interesting. There will still be widespread poverty at the time in many nations, particularly those that are still developing during the peak of everything, and many that revert to developing nations status during hardship of the climate change, the water scarcity, wars, and environmental degradation. So once you understand that a lot of nations are going to be experiencing poverty throughout the world at the peak of everything, at the peak of their resource demand, and at the peak of consumption, and at the peak of environmental degradation, and at the peak and at the peak of everything, you're going to see much geopolitical conflict because a lot of the geopolitical conflict derives from scarcity or perceived artificial scarcity or artificial scarcity that essentially we create. We create the scarcity of the world because there's abundance in the world. But we'll create scarcity of land and the scarcity of water and the scarcity of energy sources as well as mineral wealth and mineral sources will lead to lots of geopolitical conflict. And the history shows that's the case. But the physical resources would be greatly alleviated by a post-scarcity economy, eliminating or greatly reducing the cases of conflict that we would typically have throughout the international world and throughout geopolitical conflict. Removing scarcity and moving towards abundance would do a great deed in removing conflict and scarcity throughout the world on a micro and macro level. Increasing the likelihood to have international peace as abundance improves and leaders and powerful people will actually have greater abilities and influences to cause war and problems as things improve. Their freedom and the freedom of leaders to have influence will be greater. So even though we're moving into a period of abundance, scarcity historically still grabs hearts, minds, and resources by enticing trappings of political, religious, and simple historical resentments and grudges, as well as historical narratives that feed the scarcity and the conflict and the war and the division. So we must truly audit and inspect our leaders and our media and understand that these trivial ideas and concepts of religion and historical resentments and historical narratives that they sell us on as far as division, racism, war, and conflict are are essentially narratives of scarcity and narratives of division and narratives of conflict rather than unity. So as use of everything peaks and peak consumption comes forward and starts to take place, conflict over the appropriate allegation of resources and the appropriate use of wildlife that's left in the world or, or land that's left in the world will be really a huge topic. Abundance and the world of abundance and living in post-scarcity, a post-scarcity world may well render nation states and today's states obsolete. The 21st century creation of international groups, agencies, and communities for mutual interest rather than shared borders could replace today's states and in some ways nations. So on the other hand, in a post-scarcity society where means of living will be created at a micro level or household level could make it possible for small self-selected communities to exist as autonomous parts of a nation or as entirely independent nation states of their own. Ultimately, post-scarcity world depends upon and the, and the post-scarcity geopolitics depends upon the interactions of humans and groups as well as human nature 
As we evolve and grow, our ethics has grown through most of the world's history, and they've kept up just enough. Our ethics have kept up just enough and evolved just enough for us to maintain. No longer ethically is it okay to have slaves or have indiscriminate slaughter during war. So our technical capacities run in front of our ethical capacities, but our ethical growth keeps up just enough, basically, so that we can sustain and we don't destroy each other. But we must lean into the reinforcement of equality, generosity, tolerance, compassion, and mutual interdependence in what we teach and model before those who will be building the post-scarcity world and the post-scarcity geopolitical world. To ensure that our civilization sustains freedom, justice, and well-being as well as sustains rather than self-destructs in the next generation of abundance and post-scarcity. It's a major talking point moving forward is communicating our future and sculpting society 5.0 and understanding that we are living through a social evolution and dramatic technological innovation. And we will see great equity done and we'll see abundance come to fruition. Thanks for tuning in. Your attention is our oxygen. Please continue to like, share, subscribe, or download for a better chance at being the next loyal brand follower mentioned at the end of our next show. Shout out to at VaynerMedia and VaynerNation for being such evolutionary leaders of today's world and supporters of the mission of educating, advocating, and empowering. Thanks, VaynerNation and VaynerMedia, as well as Gary V. Weirman Media realizes that by using the written word, photo, and video, we can elevate the level at which we operate, cooperate, communicate, and create. Realizing that abundance is upon us, communicating our future of dignity, reason, security, accountability, human rights, justice, opportunity, innovation, and inclusiveness by utilizing the tools of technology to communicate a transparent, authentic, vulnerable truth of self and society in which we remove insecurity, fear, inequality, artificial scarcity, manipulation, coercion, and control that the powerful, connected, educated politicians, media mongols, back-and-forth economists, money-hungry monopolies, and coercive companies continue to sell and leverage the consumer and society on the scarcity conflict, division, disconnect, complexity, and speed. But we see through it, through the removal of ego, no longer living in our individual biases, our intersubjective delusions, or our misinterpretations of the data, but leveraging the truthful insight of self and society to share our perspective and awareness in an authentic, transparent, vulnerable fashion, showing acceptance of flaws, ambiguities, and inexactness, then using them as our most powerful, relevant tool to influence others to aspire to dream and succeed at scale by sharing impactful, empathetic, humanistic experiences of value with the world in a creative, culturally relevant fashion, advocating, educating, and empowering others to do the same.